98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. You once told me something that blew my mind. You said the dirtiest, dirtiest place or surface in your home is not the toilet. It's not the doorknob. It's the what? What did I say it was? I forget oh, the... Uh, you tell me something I never forget, and then your own self forgot that you said it. It's the washing machine. Oh, because... because you're oh, putting yeah. your dirty underwear in there, all your dirty clothes, and we always scrub that toilet down when company's coming over. We hardly ever wipe down the washing machine, and therefore, it's more than likely the dirtiest, germiest place in your house. Uh, it reminded me of this because it seems to me like the tub would get pretty washed good because, you know, you're putting it on hot and you're putting bleach and stuff in there. It must be like... I don't know what it is about a washing machine, but there's like that corner that always gets like gunk in it and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, where the lid is. I, I, just, I bet that is foul. I've just never uh, took the time to think about wiping that thing down with anything because it doesn't appear to be dirty, but it's got to be god awful. Well, you got to think about what's on your clothes. Oh, disgusting to even think about. But yeah, and then you put that in some. Yeah. So should we start? What are we supposed to do? Like start bleaching the uh, you lids? You should of now our... take your clothes to the Arkansas River and just beat it on a rock. <laughs> uh, another thing I'm just reading today, uh, you're talking about going back to school and all that. Your kid's backpack is covered in 31 times more germs than your disgusting cell phone is. Oh, really? I didn't think about that either. Yeah, I guess you're right. They probably go into the restroom and set that thing down. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, I guess I, I didn't it, think about that. Is it helpful to know where germs are located, or should we just kind of... You know uh, what I think is probably germy, too, that we don't think about, but where our hands are on it all day long. It's got to be that cell phone, right? Well, yeah, but I just told you, the backpack has 30 times more germs than your phone. Yours is probably covered in germs because you said you keep your phone in your back pocket. Well, what does that have to do with germs? You know. <laughs> okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel... Did you ever do anything heroic in your life? Like, have you ever been a hero? You know, like, help somebody out of a car that had crashed or I think one. I think one time, remember that time that um, me and you went to a uh, water park? It was not here in Tulsa, but we were, I think it was in Nashville, and there was a lady that, maybe an elderly or older lady, and she was in the wave pool, and it was just a little bit of water, and she just couldn't get to her feet. And she's like, somebody help me. So I grabbed one arm, yeah. and then you were there, and I was like, Ty, help me, and we, we drug this lady out. We saved her life, maybe. Yeah, I, I forgot about that, but uh, there was another instance. Remember, we were driving somewhere, and you saw a wreck. I didn't see it. You are like, dude, I think there was a bad wreck over there, and we turned around, and uh, we helped an elderly man out of the car. We remember did, that? yeah, I remember that, too, yeah. Yeah, wow, look at us being all heroic. I was a, I was a theoretical hero once, too, Daniel. I, I don't know if you know the story. It actually happened in your hometown. In Alabama. I heard about this, how you almost became a hero. I almost became a hero. I was, uh, every now and then I just like to get in the car and drive out in the country, you know, living in the city. I just, you know, every time I was good to get out and just not see anybody. And I was just doing this on a Sunday morning, riding around town. Da, 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 da. I see some smoke up above me or ahead of me. And I go, huh, somebody's burning some stuff. I get closer. It's a, t- it's a trailer on fire and not at a trailer park, just one of those ones that are on the side of a highway. And this thing is burning up, and I go, well, it looks abandoned. But it, then I saw toys out in the yard, mm. like, you know, kids' toys that didn't look old, like trampolines. And I was like, oh, my God, that house is burning to the ground. And I am way out in the country. And I run up, and I don't know what to do, but they had, like, one of those real heavy rakes. And I'm thinking, there's, if there's people in here, they're in big trouble. 
And I didn't know what to do, so I started just breaking out windows, which I don't know if that's the right thing to do because it, it seemed like the fire got worse when I did yeah, that. Yeah, you started breaking the windows, feeding the fire oxygen. Yeah, I didn't know the rules, but if those people trapped inside, I wanted to be able to see them. But you got to know real quickly how devastatingly scary a fire is because um, when we would, when I kind of started to look inside, you couldn't see four inches above the floor. I mean, four inches or above, you couldn't see anything. And uh, finally, some actual man came by. He stumbled upon the scene after I did. And he goes, well, why don't we get the hose? And I said, well, I didn't even think about getting a hose. <laughs> so, but luckily, and thank God that uh, nobody, you know what they had done? It was a Sunday morning, like I said. They had gone to church, and they had left something on in the house after cooking breakfast. And, I mean, it was a total loss, and it was so sad to see them. But had I feel like I was almost a hero. I wish they would have given you a bill for the broken windows. Because <laughs> well, uh, that would have been funny because that whole place was destroyed. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, Tig, I read a story today that makes you feel about one inch tall. This is from a study in Japan. They found if you're gone for seven hours or more from your house, when you get back home and the dog sees you, the dog is so happy to see you that they cry tears of joy. Their tear production increased by 10% the minute you walk in the door. Is that right? Yeah, man. And it's only for the owners. Like, if you just walked into my house, the dog wouldn't well up with tears of joy. Uh-huh. But if I walk in, I know that my dog, Fenton, who's if he's been left alone for seven hours or more, is literally crying tears of joy. Wow. I feel so bad if he's, like, sitting there missing me that much. Yeah, I mean, that is sad, and I know that we do think about our dogs when we're at work and stuff and wonder, you know, they must be bored all day because, you know, they can't entertain themselves. Like, they don't have iPads for dogs, and they don't—they just got to sit there and take it, mm -hmm. you know? And some people leave on a radio. They don't know what the heck's going on with that. But, you know, they basically just sit there. It would be like us sitting in a doctor's office all day. Like, that's your life every day. Well, I put up a pet cam once because I wanted to see what my dog was doing. Mm-hmm. What do you think a dog is doing when you're away from your house? Probably just laying down, I would think. Yeah, he just basically slept the whole time. There's no time to be missing me. He was asleep in his chair. Yeah, but I bet he's lonely still. No, he's asleep. All right. You ever and wake then, up for like eight hours of sleep? Night? You're like, oh, man, I was so lonely. <laughs> well, you, you're saying the study said they're lonely. Uh, and that's why, uh, Fenton, the inspiration behind the Tiger and Daniel greatest dog treats of all time, which we are are having produced now. We will soon reveal the location. And uh, whenever I'm going to leave a radio on, and Fenton loves when he hears us talking about the Tiger Daniel greatest dog treat of all time. In fact, when this show comes on, Tiger, I could see on the little pet cam, he got up and he walked over to the radio and he cocked his head. You know how they do when he's yeah, they hears a familiar look. voice? Yeah, yeah. And then he furiously tried to turn off the radio. <laughs> Good story, man. Thanks. Trying to change it. You ever look back at something in your life, Daniel, and go, man, I could have been seriously injured or worse doing that? Yes, I, I do. I, a lot of times, right? I th what, how I think about it now is you have a six-year-old. If I walked in on that little dude doing some of the things that I'd done when I was Young. around that age, I would be so furious with him. Yeah, and I think we all have that, that, those memories of like, geez, man, I could have been, that could have been really bad. And there's a lot of those things. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Like one time my buddy, he had a spoiler on the back of his car. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, and I don't know what I did this for, I said, now this is not young Tyke. This is like 16-year-old Tyke who should have developed some type of brain by then. And um, 
And I held onto the spoiler and I said, just go real slow and I'm going to see if I can hold onto your spoiler while you, while you, you pull me along. And I said, don't go too fast. But of course, he went faster and my feet came out from under me. Now I'm being dragged. And if I'd have let go of that spoiler, it'd come off, my face would have hit and I would have destroyed my chin. Probably had facial reconstruction. But another thing that I think a, a lot of us did is we rode three wheelers. Do you remember those things? I don't think they even have them anymore. But these things were so unstable. And we would go out and ride these three wheelers. And of course, we would, as fast as you could go, that's what we were doing. And then if you try to make any turn, that thing's rolling over on you. I got one rolled over on me. Thankfully for me, it like, it didn't land on me. It kind of went to the side of me, but I was on my back and my lost my breath. And I thought, gee, you know, every memory I had flashed before my eyes and all that. And a lot of us kids had those. Yes. And the people that invented three-wheelers, did they not? They, they had to have known by testing these out that, hey, this thing will turn over on you. All you have to do is just simply turn it. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yes. And I look back and I go, how in the world? And I'm not trying to be like a wuss or something about, but I think, you know, the conventional wisdom is you learn from your mistakes. And I learned that a three-wheeler is something I wouldn't want my kid on. You know, you learn from those things. And you had a buddy that got turned over on a three-wheeler. And like, this family gathered around him. <laughs> what happened? He had wrecked on the three-wheeler. And you ever had your breath knocked out of you? Yes. Feels like you're dying, right? Right. Well, unfortunately for this guy named Little John, it, it did. It knocked his breath out of him. He's laying on the ground. All the cousins gather around to check on him. Well, he thinks he's dying because he's lost his breath. And this guy starts making, you know, confessions. And he's like... Tell Mama, I love her. Like you an know, old West movie? Yeah. You know, they could tell that he didn't have any Serious major injuries, injuries or yeah. anything like that. But it, you know, he had done, you know, spill the beans and all that. And then tell, tell Mama, I love her. And then two minutes later, he's got to get up and brush himself off and walk <laughs> home. You know, it was, they never, and they never let the poor guy live it down. <laughs> yeah, you're still talking about it on the radio. For yeah, but what a beautiful thing to do, you know? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're not far away from uh, Granger Smith. He's going to be at Kane's Ballroom, and we got your tickets coming up on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. As promised, Granger Smith tickets. See him at Kane's Ballroom right downtown. You can make a great night out of it. Maybe grab a drink beforehand, dinner, and head to the show. And with us is Brittany. You're in, uh, did you say Sepulpa, Brittany? Is that right? Yes. Good morning and welcome in, Dan. And we're going to play a music game. Music from the 2000s. Yes, the 2000 to 2009. So that would be about, what, 12 years ago? The early 2000s. Brittany, what were you doing in the early 2000s? Where, where were you when it turned 2000? I actually had my first baby in that. Well, I had 01, so well, I was digging something. <laughs> this should uh, take you yeah. back to those times. First question early 2000s music trivia who brought sexy back oh man I'm trying to think I should know this yeah, in a song he's saying I'm is bringing Justin, I'm bringing sexy it, back oh man is it Justin Timberlake it is, in fact, Justin Timberlake. Did you know that he was a Mouseketeer with Britney Spears at Disney? I remember that, yes. I did that? not know that. 
<laughs> Up next, in early 2000s music trivia, who debuted in 2006 with the song Tim McGraw? Tim McGraw was the name of the song back in 2006. What was the question? Who debuted in 2006 with the song Tim McGraw? Oh. What singer oh sang God. a song named Tim McGraw in 2006? Oh, man. I did not know. It was a lady, and she's very famous now, and I, oh. I don't think she's doing country anymore. Is it, Is it who? Is it Faith? No. Faith Hill? No, I think it's uh, Taylor Swift. It is Taylor Swift back in 2006, <laughs> debuted with the song Tim McGraw. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Up next, who was the mean British judge on American Idol? Gosh, was it? What was his name? Oh, man, what was his name? I do not. People all over Oklahoma driving around furiously screaming at the radio. Help her out, Tig. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Oh, okay. I was going to say Simon Cowell. I thought, no. Should have said it. Well, yeah, why didn't you just okay. guess? Um, I should have. <laughs> it's okay, Brittany. Up next, what Australian country singer did Nicole Kidman marry? Oh. Dang it. Who was that? Every question is the who is it? Take a guess. Australian country singer that Nicole Kidman married. Oh, man. Was it? Was it? There you go. See, she guessed good. Is that who it was? It was Keith okay. Urban. Okay. And that put, All right. that put you on the uh, block there. And finally, right. complete the lyrics from Hey Ya, Shake It Like a Blank Blank. Outcast oh. had a song called Hey Ya, and in it, they encourage you to shake it like a blank blank. Can you give her one of the words? Picture. Shake it like a blank picture. Oh, shake, man. Shake it, shake it like a blank picture. Okay. I think I got it. I don't know it. Help her out, Tag. Remember back in the day, you'd take a picture, and this thing would go come out of the camera, and you'd, like, let it dry and sometimes fan it around the air. Polaroid. There you go. Polaroid. Well, there you go. Well, Brittany, I hope that you've learned a little bit about uh, 2000s music trivia because you've got a lot to learn. <laughs> but in any case, you're going to learn about Granger Smith at Kane's Ballroom because you're going to the show. Who are you going to take the show with you? Probably my mom. Oh, that'll be a great time. I remember going to a concert with yeah. my dad. We went and saw Rebo once. That was a little awkward. <laughs> really? The, the, the first the concert. Who I think my mom. Hopefully she wins a new phone uh, soon. Yeah, maybe you guys swing by the old <laughs> cell phone store before you go to Cane's. A little tough to hear. All right, well, thanks, yeah. Brittany, for listening to 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Brett Eldridge, good morning.
98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. You ever leave the house, Tig, and you realize, oh, crap, uh, something doesn't feel right. I've left my phone at home. Doesn't happen often, but when it does happen, don't you feel kind of naked without it? Yeah, I was talking to a guy this weekend. I said, uh, I'd rather lose my wallet than my phone. You, your phone, yeah, that's got everything in it, right? Kind of makes sense, yeah. And just something about it these days, you don't have it, something feels off. Maybe that's just our generation. My dad has the worst leaving his phone story I've ever heard of, and I don't see how he got through it. I would have not been able to enjoy anything had this happened to me. Okay. Um, so me and him were going to go on a cruise together. He was supposed to fly down to Miami to meet me. Mm-hmm. The guy somehow, before we left, he was hanging out with his his ex, I, I guess wife, you know, the, the mother of my little brothers. Uh, they had at one point... Had, were together for so long, they were like common law married. So I guess this would, in, in all sense of the word, be his ex-wife. Yes. So she had gotten him to, they've been broken up for a while now, got him, got her to give him a ride to the airport. So she has taken him to the airport. And, and where the ex-wife the, is taking your the, dad to the airport. The plane to fly down to Miami. Gets to the airport, realizes he's left his phone. Left in, his phone in her car. Right. So oh. he can't call her to let her know. <laughs> so then this guy comes on down to Miami, gets on a ship with me for seven days, <laughs> off you know across the world. Mm-hmm. The whole time his ex-wife's got his phone. <laughs> I, I couldn't have enjoyed myself. Could you? Was he able to enjoy himself? Didn't seem like he. Didn't buy them at all. Really? I, and here's another thing. I don't think his phone was the kind that locked. Uh-huh. So I think I, she oh, just had privy to everything. Wow. And, uh, I don't know how he did it. Yeah. I mean, would you, if that happened to you, would you have taken an Uber back to the house to get that phone and at, at risk of missing your flight to get on the, the cruise? The airport was like two hours away. There was no, there's you just nothing had to take he could it? do except miss the trip. Isn't there something you can do, though, where you log in and it'll blow up like the phone? Well, nowadays there is. There's something you can get on a device and it'll you know, like just completely eradicate and erase every information on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he did that, but he just seemed uh, he must feel like an OS cowboy. I, I don't think that's all I would have thought about the whole time. Wow. Is what is this lady doing with my phone? Is she calling people? Is she, she, she texting, texting people? other ladies? And they would think it was him. Oh, my God. Could have been a disaster. But when he came back, nothing came out of it. Not that he ever mentioned. Wow. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Yo, check it. It's Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world right here in Tulsa. Brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. A lot of us have iPhones. Not everybody, but every now and then Apple will come out and say, oops, uh, you better update your iPhone. Because uh, there was a glitch or something, and there was a back door where people could get into your phone. And apparently, people could get into your phone and look at anything they wanted to. I mean, they could pretend to be you if they wanted to. And the other thing that I found uh, fairly alarming was anything you delete on your phone, I don't know if it's actually deleted. Because I see Dateline and stuff like that, and, you know, there's like a murder. And they get the guy's phone, and then they hook it up to some machine or something, and they can look at everything he ever did on that phone. Even if he deleted stuff. Or even if the phone's destroyed, then get on the cloud and see what you've see got what going you on. See what you got going on. Yeah. And so it's very alarming that uh, there was apparently some back doorway for hackers to get in your phone, and they wouldn't just see some stuff. I guess they pretty much, it was like they had your phone in their hand and could go through everything. Apple says, um, go ahead and update your phone as soon as you can because the new update 
closes that little back door where they can't get in. But uh, there's some people out there probably shaking in their boots right now. Probably so. Speaking <laughs> of phones, did you see this? They say uh, some experts are saying charging your phone overnight can be bad for the battery. Mm-hmm. Some tech experts recommend charging it for about 30 to 45 minutes in the morning, then another 30 minutes in mid-afternoon. I don't know a single soul that doesn't charge their phone up overnight. Oh, yeah, that's when you charge it. I remember the f- the cell phone first came out, and this was when when he texted somebody. You had to hit, it, hit each key like three times. You could charge that thing. It would be charged for like four days. You know? I remember that, too. But now you gotta uh, you got to be near a charger almost at all times in order for your phone to operate. I guess maybe it was better when the phones didn't do all that because you're right. You could wait a, you got like a week be- between charges. You could. Absolutely. And they were tough. I would be uh, talking on the phone to my girlfriend at the time with that Nokia, with that brick phone, and get mad. Throw that thing across the uh, parking lot, walk over, pick it up, like nothing happened. <laughs> you threw your phone while you got some anger problems. And there's nobody in this world that hadn't gotten mad on the phone and slung it somewhere. Mm. I didn't sling it at anybody. I just cast it. On the wall phones, the landline, I used to hang it up really hard. Like, they yeah. could hear that. Like, oh, they heard me hang it up pretty hard. Well, those landlines, you got mad. You had, they little, had a little bungee cord on them, so you could throw them as hard as you could, and it just bounced back into your Come hand. And then you. you, then you, ching, you know, when you hang it up so hard, it made the little bell, like, yeah, right. ching. Yeah. On the other side, all they heard was click. That's right. Like, it didn't matter how hard you slammed it. All they heard was click. Who in the world's going to ch- charge their phone twice a day? Also, Tig, did you see that the uh, smart drinkers now say the perfect pace is two drinks per hour? What What do you mean smart drinkers? Well, if you are, you're drinking and you want to take it easy, you know you're going to have more than a couple. They say you just drink two an hour. Just pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, the minute you try to pace yourself, that's when you go buck wild. <laughs> yeah, that's when. How many have I had? Oh, forget it. <laughs> you just wake up. You're laying on a pier at the lake. Why is it like that? The minute you say you're going to take it easy, that's when all hell breaks loose? Yeah, if you say you're going to take it easy, that's when, that's the kiss of death. That means you're going to be up till two. There you go. So keep it to two an hour if that's what you're going to do, Tig. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You know, Facebook has that marketplace where you can type in, you know, a car or you can type in piano or whatever you want and see if there's one for sale near you. But they also have a free section where... Um, you can just get stuff for free if you want. And I, on the surface, I go, you know, that's so sweet. Instead of selling their laptop, they're going to give it away free to somebody that needs a laptop, you know, maybe that's down on their luck and they need to get to – it's nothing like that. What it is is people want you to come do their yard work. It's basically 80% of the stuff. Like this guy's got free wood. I know. Okay, so free wood. All he's trying to do is get you to pick up his rubbish. That's well, some it. people, though, it's getting wintertime. Some pe- people rely on a fireplace. Look at that, this wood. That's junk. If I had a backyard, I'd go get that wood. That's okay. No, you wouldn't. Uh, there's couches with cigarette stains, burns on them. That's just you, them trying to get you to take that stuff out of their house, I right? can attest to that. I used to work for Goodwill, and part of my job back in the day, I think they would used to go pick up the furniture from your house, and we would take it to the Goodwill store and where we'd then sell it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go to people's house, and you just have to be like, uh, I'm sorry, madam, but this is garbage. We can't take it. They're just trying to offload things yeah, on like other people. Yeah, like they're trying to, you know, they're trying right. to a way to throw it away. Okay, there's free tile, like floor tile. That could be useful to somebody, unless it's all busted up and broken. And even if it is no, busted actually, up and broken. it's in perfect condition. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good deal. Thing is, you got to go over there and scrape it up yourself. So they're trying to get you to help remodel their house. Now, how are you going to scrape that stuff off without breaking it? Because I've seen people do that. They they don't try to save the tile. 
Oh, they, they do? They just crush it, man. Is this beautiful, beautiful tile or just I mean, regular right, right, tile from Kmart? I mean, I guess. It looks okay to me. But you're going to break it. Yeah, people like Kerbaler. It's, uh, oh, rocks. Just rocks. Look, that's not even good rock. That's just garbage. Yeah, that's, uh, that is just some rocks. Somebody picked, wants you to get their rocks out of That's rocks they picked up out of the garden. Yeah. It's like free rocks. Dude, you know what the number one popular free item is, though? By far, mattress. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. why is that always free? Because, like, okay, I live in an apartment complex. I have a mattress. If I wanted to get rid of it, I wouldn't know the first place to go. So you I guess agree. I'd come here to work and sneak it into the dumpster. You agree that people, when they're giving away a mattress, just don't have any other options, so they try to offload it on us. I would think that's more that's more the issue than them trying to be charitable. Look at this. That's another uh, pile of rocks. It looks like something that would have come out of Chernobyl. This is just junk. Okay, well, here's the, okay, here's the well, solution to that, Well, I'm getting mad that people are like, hey, look how good here's I am. Here's the solution. Meanwhile. Don't go get that stuff if you don't want it. There might be somebody that does want it what do they say one man's trash is another man's treasure not this stuff this is <laughs> it's all trash one man's trash is the all, other guy's trash one man's trash is all man's trash yeah so I, I thought you know look at society being nice giving away free stuff but meanwhile it's just people trying to get you to come over like hey at my house this winter i'm gonna have free leaves hey you, if you want to pile those up and take them with you they're yours why don't you do that for a bit for the show for like free but you gotta like phrase it like free mulching leaves or free <laughs> yeah some fancy free name. mulch yeah you come over here and rake it up I, I won't even charge it you just take it away organic mulch organic god's mulch <laughs> there you go <laughs> perfect <laughs>